and we're live with the first episode of Ragin'. It is the interview show with uh, Nita Lanning and Meredith Loughran. Tonight's special guest is Daphne Lage. Ragin'. Uh, familiar with you because I know the three of us kind of run around in the same circles. Right, yeah, yeah. But Ragin is going to be a little bit different. It's not associated with Geek Insider. It's not associated with anything else. It's just it's our show. Uh, we have a vlog that we do. It's called uh, Actually Just or is it Just Actually Ragin? Actually Just. <laughs> actually Just Ragin because I have a problem with Actually. She always says Just. And and we're like, hey, um, but we wanted to we wanted to have a more serious conversation with uh, independent creators of, uh, you know, around the entertainment industry. So comic books, movies, music, all kinds, you know. So we are so happy to have you as our number one guest. Oh, and we can be you. playful too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here. Well, wow, so let people know who you are and kind of what you do, and then we're just going to kind of dive into it. Sure. Okay. So, hello, everybody. Questions. So, yeah. Okay. So, hello, everybody. My name is uh, Daphne Lage, and I'm a cartoonist, illustrator, and comic book artist from New York. I've been a self-publishing comic since 1992, and I am known for the funny animal fantasy Tall Tales, which is Let's put my main the big comic there. right there which is a funny animal fantasy. This is what, this is my main book that I work on. And, uh, and I'm also known now for my medieval drama, Eagle Raven, Heir of the First Unicorn, which just recently finished a very uh, successful Kickstarter. Thank you very much to everybody. And uh, you can read both of my comics online at uh, Tall Tales Online, T-A-I-L-S, and egoworks.com, E-G-O-W-O-R-K-S, uh, .com. And, uh, and you can also watch my videos on how I make these comics, and, um, and uh, I'm trying to do more regular live streams working on these books. And you can uh, see them on YouTube at Daphne Lage, L-A-G-E, Art. Mm. Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and the, oh and the infamous House of Bob. And that's what I went for, but I left with something else. <laughs> oh, so nine, since the 90s. Yeah, since the 90s. Yeah. I want to kind of go back to young Daphne when... When did you know that you wanted to be an artist? 
Uh, when did you start picking up those pencils and inks? Well, uh, according to my mom, I've been doing that since I was like three. You know, it's like I was just scribbling on on everything. But but to tell you the truth, I mean, when I I think that when I when I look back, I don't think I really seriously started looking at art as something for me to actually do until like pre high school, like just before high school. Um, because then it's like, because the high school I ended up choosing was the High School of Art and Design here in New York. So that was really kind of like my first taste is to really doing it seriously. Like up until then, it was more like dabbling. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was it was it was at that moment that I decided that's like, yeah, this is something I want to do. You know, okay. which, which was kind of ironic because my mom really didn't want me to go to the high school of art and design. She wanted me to go to more of a standard school. <laughs> so, I, I was so, wondering about yeah. that because I know for, from my own experience, mm -hmm. um, you know, I wanted to go into music. And they were like, well, that's nice, but what are you going to do for a living? Right. Yeah, it was, it was kind of something like that because what happened, because it, it, it's like, because, you know, the experience was that, you know, I had an uncle who was into, like, he was drawing and whatnot, but um, the whole thing was, yeah, but how can you make money off of that? So he became a mechanic, but he, like, so he kind of, like, he didn't like seriously, it, it just, the artwork just stayed a hobby for him on the side. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess it's like, for me, it was kind of like, you know what it is? I, I think what, it ha what happened was that um, she was concerned, but at the same time, she didn't want to discourage. <laughs> so it was just one of those days like, okay, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Now I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to your college days a little bit. And okay. the only reason why is because uh, Nita and I, every once in a while, we do these terrible movie nights uh, and uh, JD sent us one of oh, his, his oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Films. And I, and I looked at the credits and I said, there's Daphne Lange. So what do I do now? I, you know what? To tell you the truth. I, I, I the entire process of him going to film school was was weird because it was like if he went to film school and it's like all of us went to film school because because making a movie is such a group effort it, it's not like a comic book where you could do it yourself uh -huh. so to tell you the truth I don't even remember what I did <laughs> on 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 that movie maybe I think it was I think maybe I was holding the boom mic or doing sound or something I don't quite remember. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. And it's so yeah. funny to see uh, like young works like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, Nita, I'm going to pass the mic to you because there was something th uh, that you said. Because um, we, you know, uh, full disclosure, we did meet up with Daphne and we were like, what can we talk about and what can't we talk about? Right, so we're going to yeah. stay away from the things that we can't oh, talk right, about. Sure, yeah. But there, there was something in the history. You said that the, a lot of stuff was happening in your, in your life that wasn't right. good. Right, and it just yeah. seemed that you had stepped away from art. Yeah. Well, 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 go go ahead and ask your question, and we, we can. Yeah. Uh, we can. No, no, it, it, want, yeah, well, there's a whole expand. bunch right now uh, in in the industry, the community industry right now, <laughs> the, the you know the community versus industry, and I know that you had a lot of issues in your personal life, like around 2000, yeah. and 
the fandom basically right. attach you. Yeah, it was. And, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, and, go ahead. No, that's it. No, no oh, really, I was just wanting well, to hear how that, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, so what have, So what we're really talking about is furry fandom. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, for the, so for, I, I, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty, pretty much where everything started. Um, I think I started getting involved in furry fandom around like 86, maybe 85, 84, 85, 86. Cause I kind of remember going to, my first furry convention in 86 it was conference out in uh california um and uh you know and it's like i was kind of involved a bit it, it seemed because it's like you know with the, the work that i was doing um it seemed kind of like a natural fit um but you see the funny thing is is that it it, it really you know looking back it's like it kind of really wasn't i mean it's like i i you know you it, it's like furry fandom is 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 an odd duck in a, in a way where it's like it's probably the only one of the only fandom communities that's not based on corporate ips you know so it's like everybody in it is all about like oh this is my persona and, and making stuff about it and can you do my persona and commissions and 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 that type of it's, it's a very personal fandom very personalized and personal fandom so um bringing in like an IP like Tall Tales, I thought would have been like a natural fit, and it actually well, wasn't. Really. It was kind of it was kind of hard, um, you know. So it's like so I ended up being more known for like doing you know like the pinups and the cheesecake, and then eventually the the furry porn stuff, um, you know, more like because it's like that that catered more to the um, draw my persona type of thing. And I mean, I was, I think it was, you know, in it until, yeah, until around like 2000. Um, and what happened was that, well, the, I ended up running around with a lot of people who I shouldn't have been running around with, you know, and I got involved in a lot of furry drama. I mean, it's like, whatever, I mean, and, it's like, and looking back, it was like such stupid stuff, you know, as, as, you know, like, fandom drama usually tends to be in hindsight it's like oh my god really it's like we were doing that that was going on we were, we were arguing about that i mean it's you know stupid stuff and you know and then combined with you know you know trying to 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 to, to work on tall tales and pushing it and kind of like feeling like i was hitting like like a lot of apathy towards it because it wasn't tall tales wasn't a fanish thing like it's for people who are not familiar with fandom like there there are very there were very particular things that the fandom itself were into because those things catered to the fandom in in like like it connected on a fandom level where i think that my book kind of like was a little bit beyond that like it wasn't a fandom thing it was its own things so I think that was part of the reason why it was like such a kind of like a hard sell kind of. Um, and, you know, and then it's like combined with that and, and the drama, you know, like being surrounded by, like I said, it's like, you know, like the people, sometimes it's like you start mirroring, mirroring the people around you and it's like, and that wasn't a good look. So, so by, so by around 2000 was uh, when my father uh, was when my 
father passed. And when that happened, it's like I just had um the thing is is there any like is there any like warning for this show? <laughs> you know, it's like like and you know, like language and stuff. Uh, You're okay, good to go. go. You're good to go. Okay. So I pretty much had a fuck y'all moment, to, to put it bluntly. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, I, I had a fuck y'all moment, and I was just not having it anymore. And it's like, you know what? I got to figure out what I want to do with myself. And and the I, I wasn't getting any satisfaction from the fandom. So the first thing I did was I cut out doing all, like, the pinups and the porn and stuff, which, yeah, had kind of, like, a really chilling effect that kind of surprised me. But but didn't it was I mean because like it, it just you know funny because like for a fandom that spent a lot of time blaming me for ruining the fandom with my porn, uh, they really got upset when I stopped doing porn. Um, Wait a minute, so, they yeah, yeah. So people were blaming you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. was getting it from both. I was getting it from both sides. I was like, people were blaming me for ruining the fandom. And um, and then and then like people wanted me to do more of it, you know. I mean, it was just like, it was just like there was no, yeah. I I've had people, yeah. It's like people say it's like, oh, you're ruining she the fan. Single handedly split it down the middle. Yeah, and, like- and it's like right. And, and it's like, and I, and I, and I've told, told people, it's like, look, uh, this bitch was broken by the time I got here. You know, it's like it was already weird. You know, so right. Um. Yeah, so th- it was, yeah, so it's like, so by that point, I was like, okay, I'm done. And so I stopped doing that, and I just, like, wanted to just concentrate more on on just doing my comics and, um, uh, you know, just, just kind of, like, you know, putting myself more in, like, mainstream comic book fandom and doing more mainstream comic book conventions rather than furry conventions. And I think I've, like, tried to do a furry convention once uh, once more and then it's like I go you know what this this scene is not for me anymore it's changed too much and I've I've changed too much and it's like you know it's like I I I appreciate what it's done for me but at the same time it's like um that's not what I'm into anymore you know it's It's like I'm not art scene anymore either yeah, it really isn't. It's all about like fursuiting now and whatnot. So it's kind of, you know, I, I I really feel out of place. So it's like, okay, you know, it's we're 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 fine. We're fine. I mean, at, at this moment, it's like in the end, it's like I think I yeah, it's I, I don't know, I guess I guess the easiest way to say it's like I outgrew it, maybe, you know. But but yeah, it was it was kind of uh, it was kind of like a rough transition. <laughs> I, I just don't understand that kind of mentality where it's just like, oh, let's just, you know, it, it almost feels like why don't we just kick her while she's down and and that's exactly what it was. You can even go back like yeah. and pull up old freaking chats if you want it if you I, know where to if you know where to look, they're there. There, no, I know you don't want to, but like people were assholes, man. It's like having the fuck are you? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But but you know what's funny too? It's like I I can't say I wasn't an asshole back though. Oh you? Oh no, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you like, nailed was, it though. 
Fuck you, yeah, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I was, yeah, I was calling, I, I was sniping back just as much as uh, they were sniping at me. So, um, yeah, it was kind of ugly. It was kind of, it, it got, it got a little ugly, you know, but the thing is, I was like, yeah, it's like, it, it's like, so which is it? You want me or you don't want me? You know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like... Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, which way do you, which way do you go? I yeah. mean, so like with, uh, with that, uh, I mean, you did say that um, you kind of stepped away from, from that, Yeah, but we're starting to see you come back now. Right. And, yeah. and you did have a problem with Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, because you see, because the thing is, I was like, I don't want to completely say that, oh, you know, it's like, I'm like, oh, I cannot do that that anymore or whatnot it's just that i wanted it to do it on my terms you know I, I i got tired of people dictating to me like what they wanted to see from me and it's like no i i want to draw what it's like i want to draw what i like you know i want to draw what i want to see and put out you know so it's like and and the thing is though and and the the you know the furry porn and and the erotica are, are just another facet of that and the, the these last couple of years i was trying to find an outlet for it because yeah it's furry porn it's not something you can easily just put online on your own website or whatnot and so i had a patreon for a little while just for that and patreon flagged an adults only patreon for pornography so <laughs> wait what Oh my God! That, yeah, I didn't know that happened. It makes sense because yeah. I, I see so many other covers and so much other yeah. art that shows a yeah. hell of a lot more without the fur. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and they're fine. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very frustrating because it's like because at that same time I was following another blogger who was putting up like completely uncensored work on on his blog and like he wasn't being bothered or anything and meanwhile here i am having somebody complain that that oh it's like you can't just put little stars or dots you know like little sensor dots on the pictures you have to like completely remove them and and the thing is and to, to explain this page though if, if you mark the page as adults only on patreon you can't search for it. You have to have a direct link to it. So it's not like anybody was going to come accidentally. Well, <laughs> so it's somebody who was seeking you out. <laughs> They're not going yet. They have to seek me out to find that page. Um, but, um, you know, wow. so it's not like anyone was going to accidentally see anything. Right. And then on top of that, Patreon was like, oh, no, 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 you have to change this. You have to change that. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's too much butt cheek in this picture, even though it was a girl in a bikini. So go figure. And after that whole, yeah. So it's like they, they had, oh, so these they were erotica furries, not even porn in they're well, still I, I, I had said right. So I had removed the, the the censored erotica that they said that I wasn't censored enough. And wow. then after I had fixed everything, then they started pointing out, well, th there's too much butt cheek here. You have to get rid of that in your header. So they had me like banned for about like a couple of weeks until I fixed everything. And then I fixed everything, got reinstated and then after that happened it's like i gotta leave patreon I, I gotta take this page off of patreon because now i'm on someone's radar 
Right. So I, you know, and I don't write and I don't need that. So, um, so, you know, so I was kind of sweating about this for a little while. And what's funny, it's because of you two that I decided that, that you guys convinced me there has to be a place to put it. And it's like, and I realized, you know what, I have this fur affinity account. I'm not really using it. It's the longest running furry, um, uh, themed gallery site online and it has a lot more raunchier stuff than my than my stuff so if that's going down you know i'll if it right. hasn't gone down by now it, it so it should be a safe place for it so now you know uh, for affinity is the the place you can see my house of bob stuff that that according to some people destroyed a fandom so right <laughs> But you, you just attract controversy at times. It's fucking oh. crazy because there are so many people out there doing so much more graphic things. Yeah. It, 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 it's crazy because yeah. even with Tall Tales, you got controversy over cover issue number nine. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, by parents. Yeah, it was. Um, people are bugging. I, I don't know what to say. It's like, I have, I have a cover especially. And now mind you, Tall Tales is probably, look, it's Lord of the Rings with, with animal heads in. Okay. It's like, that's pretty much what it is. There's nothing else going on. It's like, you like running, jumping, skipping, climbing Mount Doom type of stuff. Fighting. That, right. Exactly. This is, this is Tall Tales. You know, it's, it, you can't get any more straightforward than that. But there was a cover that I did that was, that was supposed to be a joke. You know, and and people bugged out over it. And it was my porcupine character Ralph and his and his girlfriend Eva. And she's a lot taller than he is. And the joke was was that it, it was based on a photograph of Dudley Moore hugging Dolly Parton. So, you know, if that that gives you the uh the, the visual. So that's the color. I love nothing- it. <laughs> size difference right we're just talking about a size difference and and all of a sudden you know people thought i was still trying to sell porn to their kids (laughs) true story but it was funny true story what it was like friggin there's dollywood for god's sake you know i mean come on and mind you if yeah i mean um, I, I have the picture up on my Facebook, you know, so if anybody wants to, to go see that, that comparison, because it's like, I have one cover where I have like, I have how my hands are supposed to work here. here this character <laughs> completely covered in blood and fighting and stuff. And people are like, exactly. oh, so cool and blah, blah, blah. And then the next issue after that was that issue. And then like, wait, what are you trying to sell my kids? And it's like, right. What, <laughs> what are you talking about? If you'd open up the cover in the last issue, there was dead bodies everywhere, and you're worried about yeah, some exactly. dude nuzzled up against his woman's cleavage. Oh, I mean, come exactly. on, cover it, you know? Yeah, so it, it's just, you know, so it's like it's just one of those. Yeah, it's it's kind of like those things that kind that those little annoying things that tend to follow me around. <laughs> How is it, Daphne, that you are the all powerful? You know? Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Like, I am woman, hear me roar. Yeah, well, you know, what's funny is that not for nothing, I kind of think that's that's kind of part of it. Um, uh, 
Yes, speak. This I is mean, raging. Like, yeah, it, yeah, I know. It's like, because it's like, sometimes I really do think that it's like, uh, people resent the fact that it's, it's a woman drawing this stuff and it gets them uptight. And it's like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know. I, you know, I don't know why that makes you know, people uncomfortable. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, I haven't, I haven't right. gotten too much pushback because I have mm-hmm. breasts and a vagina, you know? Um, but I've Thank always you. been, I, I've always been like one of the guys, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and I've never, I've never just thrown my feminine wiles out there and stuff. Well, so you know, I, or, at, at, at earlier conventions, I used to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say, I, I'm not saying that you, you do, you know, um, <laughs> But it's one of those things. It's like uh, I, yeah. I don't consider it a handicap. I just want to put my head down and work. Right. I just want to uh-huh. create stuff. Yeah. You don't yeah, wait yeah. until the wrong dude comes along. You know? and, right. and there's and always and that's merit the thing. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 and so I'm not trying always... to hate on men. All right. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not at all. I mean, there's always you only need one. That's it. Right. You only need one. And, and you know? it's usually the one that's got a really big mouth. Right. But you see, but you, you know? see, but the funny thing about it though, when I was getting a lot of shit in fandom, believe it or not, it was a lot of other women that were doing that to me. Oh, women can be the worst to each other. You know, it's like it it there, there was one particular woman that I remember who came up to me and said the whole you're ruining furry fandoms because of you, the stuff that you do. You know, wow. yeah. And 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 it was just like, oh, really, you know. <laughs> Really, mm-hmm. like I said, it was broken when I got here. Wow. <laughs> That's so frustrating. Yeah. And and yeah. I didn't, you know, when I was saying that, it's not because I uh, I'm not right. hating on men. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love marriage so much. I did it twice. I've got three sons. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, trust me. But it it just seems to be one of those things yeah. where a, a woman who is assertive. And you know, can can go in there and get a job done, and all of a sudden, right. you know, she's she's a bitch, right? Or, right. or you yeah, know. you know, or it's all like those- you know, all of a sudden, my artwork is 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 suspect, you know, and it's just like, yeah. look, I'm I'm just, it's the same context as the guy next to me drawing drawing fetish art. Right. Which, yeah. Which, which there was several conventions where I sat next to dudes drawing fetish. There was one particular guy. He had a fetish model with him and everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, but it's like, you know, it's like, oh, why do you have this on the table? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, really? <laughs> so, so the, the, so the, the thing is, though, it's like, so once I found, and I was stressing over this because I do have a lot of artwork in that vein that I, that I do want to share, but I just didn't have an outlet for it. But, you know, once I got onto that fur affinity account, now it's just a matter of just slowly uploading everything. And it's like, okay, now I have some place to put this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, uh-huh. I would say that there are a couple of other sites that I'm aware of, um, that are like blockchain, you know, mm-hmm. and so you can put your stuff up there and it'll nothing. never disappear. Uh-huh. It down. So it's like, right. eh. I mean, they, they can maybe dislike it or something. But right. It's not, yeah. not going to disappear. Well, yeah. Well, like and, I said, for affinity is like I said, if it hasn't gone down by now, it, it's not yeah. going down. You so, should, yeah. You should uh-huh. So now you are coming off of your 
own Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Successful campaign. Oh my um, God! Reached yeah. your stretch goals and stuff like that. And yeah. we've seen the we've seen the sketches and the covers mm. that you're working uh, on. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about that. Tell us about uh, you know like. <sighs> Um, your Kickstarter experience. Well, um, it was interesting. That's for sure. So, so like I said, the the Kickstarter was for my first issue of Eagle Raven, Air of the First Unicorn, my first full color comic. Um, we can thank that. We, at least we can we can thank the pandemic for that. Because um, it's like when you're under lockdown, you find out you have a lot more time <laughs> than you realize. So, might as well do something productive. Um, so yeah, so I finally put out. So I just got. Oh, I just finished the, the the first kickstarter it, it ended at the beginning of the month and um it's a story that i've been working on since pretty much i i like it came kind of into its own when i was at the school of visual arts you know the college years but it really started percolating back in, at the high school of art and design so i've been working on this thing since then so it's just it, it's just really really i'm just, just ecstatic at, at being able to finally put this comic out. Um, the Kickstarter experience was an experience because before that I had two, two sketchbooks. So, you know, it, it's like, you know, and then the last one was a porn sketchbook. So it was a, a variation of House of Bob. So, um, you know, so with those, I didn't have to sell a lot to make the, the money that I did because because it's like they were mostly like sketchbooks and 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 a, a lot of original art you know the tiers were higher so I didn't have to sell as much to like literally it's like on on the last book it's like I made two grand on on like twelve people <laughs> that's how much how many commissions pretty much I was selling through the Kickstarter so and this one you know was interesting because I made the same money kind of, but it turned out that wasn't the number I was supposed to have been focusing on because I was so used to the two previous ones. What I didn't realize until like halfway through that it's like, holy shit, I have a hundred people who want this book. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, it's like, we're not talking about 12 people buying commissions. We're talking about a hundred people coming to me and saying, yeah, we're putting down $10. We want that first issue. We want that book from you. We want to read your story. Right. And, and to tell you the truth, once that real, I realized what was going on, I started to freak because it's like, I mean, it's because it's like this, because it's like, unlike, unlike Tall Tales, Tall Tales, I, I share the, the workload. So it's JD, uh, JD does the writing and, and I do the artwork. So it's like, and and what's funny, it's like with, with that, it's like, I, I guess I've been doing this book for so long. Like, it, like the, like the people buying it, like don't kind of register because it's like, oh, well, it's it's a group thing. You know, it's like, oh, it's like, you know, because JD's a really good writer and, you know, it's like, that's what they're into. And it's like, it has a really good story and, and it holds up and I love this book and blah, blah, blah. But this book is all me. This is Daphne's baby. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, this is all me and, <laughs> and, and just, you know, it's, you know, and it was just kind of trippy to see people going, yes, we want more work from you. You know, it's like, we want to read this. It's like, and the thing is, and it's like, if you really do like 
want to see what it's like, I have the first five issues of it online at my website in, in black and white. And, you know, it's like it's, it's in the original iteration because I did some, I, I did a lot of tweaking. I redid the lettering. It, of course, it's in color. I, I tweaked some of the the artwork to kind of like, I mean, because it's, it's artwork from 20 years ago. So that I'm just finally getting out. And I don't want to be that person who's constantly redrawing the first issue, you know, until it's perfect, because there is no perfect. And, and there just came a point where I wanted to respect that, that art that I did back then. But I just wanted to just tweak it a little bit just so that just, just to kind of like, okay, it's like, you know, I'm a little bit more satisfied with it. I mean, because I still think the artwork holds up. It's just, there was just little things because especially now with some of the character designs that I did, um, I'm a lot more satisfied with the character designs I have now than what I did in the book. So I was kind of going in and just trying to tweak it. So the transition, when I start redrawing, you know, like drawing those characters again in the later issues, it's not like that jarring of a switchover. You know, from the artwork to the new artwork, so, so that's that's what I did, and um, yeah, so it's like yeah, so I, I just I, I'm just finishing up packing. Like honestly, the, the first the first batch of books are going to go out tomorrow. You know, I'm, wow. I'm taking, taking it to the, the post office tomorrow. So and then Monday, the second batch is going, and then it's like by Friday, I should have everything out. You know, so wow, that's yeah. cool. Now, yeah. I did want to ask you something uh -huh. because I saw it on your Facebook page a while ago. It was like your character design then and now. Yeah. How it was like kind of anime-ish. Yeah. And now to a more, I don't know how to describe the, the it's, art. It's, don't say the yeah. D word. I'm not. Wait, I'm not. The, what's the D word? What, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons? Because <laughs> that's the D word I would use. Right. <laughs> You know, because it's like, because that's kind of like, because um, when I when I did the first um, character, the the, new, the updated character designs, when I had put everything together, you know, again, it's like, I'm just surprising myself with the way my artwork is kind of like evolving because it ended up looking like, oh my God, like this was like from the 80s. And I was, I ended up so in love with that, that it's like, yeah, that's, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want it to look like it was, you know, like the dungeon. I want to remind people of the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon from the eighties. So that's kind of like where I, I went, I went from that, um, Roshihara style from, from that I started with uh, Satoshi Urushihara was, was my big influence back then. And uh, now it's like it's a more simpler 80s, you know, Dungeons and Dragons vibe going. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's, you know, it's like I like this, you know, it's, it's just more simple. And um, it, it's a simpler style, easier for me to work with. And it's just kind of like the, the kind of like the cartoony vibe that I that I prefer. I mean, I, I know that I say that I'm a cartoonist and, and an illustrator, but I consider myself more of a cartoonist. Because like that's kind of where I lean towards, um, so so yeah. So it's like that's uh, I, I like seeing because I, I, I was really chuffed by the transition between the two pieces from like twenty years ago to now. So you know it was uh, so I started doing uh, so what what happened was that I, I also started doing uh, variations on that because 
the piece that that was on my Facebook, I'm going to, that's going to be a sticker for the next Kickstarter. And I liked it so much. I started doing like a whole series of them. So, so this is the piece oh, wow. that we're talking Hold about, on. right? Let's get you on the big and then, screen. Yeah. And then I started putting together more of the characters. So these are going to be stretch goal stickers for the next, for the issue two campaign. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's like Gorgeous. yeah, so yeah, thank you, you know. So yeah, so I'm really going for that '80s <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Well, you're nailing it. Uh, yeah. Well, so, well and yeah. let me let me just say that uh-huh. um, the styling is, you know, you're saying that it's it's kind of simpler. Yeah. I mean, it's cleaner lines. But anybody who thinks that that's easy, oh, is out of no. their damn mind. You, you see, because mm. that's yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, there's, there's a mile, miles and miles of difference between simple and easy. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, because I I mean, it's like to kind of give you an example. One of the things that I used to do at conventions was I used to draw um, portraits of people as uh, my little ponies and as minions. And to save myself time, um, I would pre, I, I would do blue line construction lines underneath you know like just on the paper so that you know if anybody asked i could just pull it out and start drawing on top of the construction lines i didn't have to worry nice. about you know like thinking about the um the how to start it like i already had the pose done and everything and what happened was that i had to start hiding those i couldn't let i couldn't <laughs> let the people see it because because what happened was that Oh, you drew it out already. You're just tracing. When all it is, it's just blue construction lines. It wasn't anything. And it's like sometimes I just got was tempted to just like turn it around and give it to them. And they go, okay, you fill it out. Let's see how that goes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Easy, simple. <laughs> yeah. And, and it just seemed like because, you know, again, when you kind of did that then and now, Um, it almost felt like, Hey, I'm finally coming into my own. It's like, I'm not imitating an art form. I'm Mm -hmm. really developing my own style and this is it. And quite honestly, you know, I've seen your works now and it's almost like I see it and I was like, Oh yeah, that's definitely right. I I would totally recognize it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I kind of also, it's like one of the things that I, that I kind of suspect too, as to why my, my artwork didn't, well, my comic book work, especially didn't kind of catch on in the fandom was because it looked like this. It wasn't like a really, really ultra cute, you know, style. Um, so, so people, so it's like, I guess it's like, it, it's not really a style you project yourself onto, I guess. It's, it's very specific. This is not Disney style. This is not Don Bluth style. This is, this is my style. And, uh, and I think that even with the simpler style that I'm doing now, it's, it's like you said, it's like, oh, that's Daphne's work. You're not confusing it with anybody else. And it's like, right. oh, that. And and it's like and I think that's kind of cool. It's like oh good, I'm I'm doing it correctly. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up was the the fact that you did uh, character design, and I thought I saw yeah. something on your on your Facebook page that said, "Why haven't I done this before?" Yeah, I mean, you've been, yeah, you've been drawing, illustrating, you've been doing this for a long time, and then to have that lineup of your characters uh, and getting awesome. the, the sizes yeah. and things like that, yeah. and and I'm like, "What do you mean you haven't done this before?" Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest complaints my teachers had about me back at the school of visual arts was that i was stubborn you know oh, and they go we don't know anything you're in the right that. room for that <laughs> yeah you know because like, look it's like you know that that's you being a spaniard you know and spaniards are st stubborn and and it's like i had one teacher say that it was funny um but um you know so yeah so so what happened was that because of that that attitude and and also you know it's like I missed a lot of details. <laughs> I, missed, I, I didn't pay attention to to a lot of things that um, I should have been paying attention to, and and it was really funny when I was putting together this character lineup. Yeah, it's like something clicked, and it's like stupid. <laughs> you could have done this the entire time and made your life a lot easier, mm -hmm. because. Well, I'm constantly referencing it and and it really does make my life a lot easier to like okay wh what do the characters look like again? oh that's right you know mm -hmm. I mean it's and just even yeah. the dimensions their sizes and everything height and, I never and, and what's funny is that I never thought about that before I I was kind of like goofing around with an idea I saw on DeviantArt and what's funny is that they do this in animation all the time and just one day I just started you know putting the figures together and I'm like going, oh, that's why they do that. <laughs> and you need to sell that too. You know, and it was just like, oh, something clicked. <laughs> right, yeah. Something so, clicked. and then it's like, now it's like I have like this whole roster of characters that it's like, so, and the, and the thing is though, now the next thing I want to do is I want to do one of those charts for Tall Tales too, which is like forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's so many characters. So yeah, so so yeah, it's you know, it's hey, it's not like I'm a professional or anything, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the beauty of it, though, yeah. is uh, I mean, constantly, constantly learning, constantly having those yeah, eureka yeah. moments and going, uh -huh. why didn't I think of that before? And right. really learning from other people, uh -huh. and I think that's great because right. I think. Um, I think when we get to a point where we're just comfortable in what we're doing, right? Uh, I think at that point, we probably make mistakes yeah. and and do those missteps and stuff. Mm -hmm. you know? So staying yeah. like constantly right. uh, honing your art and yeah. uh, and finding that finding your own voice in yeah. in ink, I think is really yeah, exactly. cool to see that. You know. Uh, I love, I love watching that journey. And now what's funny is that I found myself, I've been having, especially like this past, these past, this past year up to now, I've been having a lot of Eureka moments with my artwork that it's almost become like a high for me. Like I'm chasing a high because it's like when something clicks, it's like all of a sudden I'm buzzing, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, I, I just can't explain like this is going to sound really, really stupid, but the last, the most recent thing that I had finally click for me 
that I had been struggling with for the longest time. And to tell you the truth, it's, it's also one of the reasons why I started doing Eagle Raven was to force me to draw things in a comic book format that I wasn't used to drawing. And uh, the, the, the first thing would be people. So it's like, yeah, so it's like, okay, so moving away from, I mean, I still have furries in the book, but it's not all furries. So, but this was to force me to draw people. And then especially it was to force me to draw men because it's like, that was like, that was kind of like between, between that and architecture, those are, those are like my, my two artistic holy grails right now. <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, like I said, it sounds ridiculous, but I mean, but that's kind of like the, 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 the what I'm chasing and the drawing guys just clicked like maybe like a couple of months ago. Wow. Like I was just like doodling and it's like, Oh, you look like a guy. You look like a guy. Oh, you look like a guy. I'm going to draw all the guys now. <laughs> it was oh. so, I mean, it sounds so dopey, but it's like, that's kind of like how I'm functioning right now. That it's like, like every, every little, every new click that I get it is like a, it's like a dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, it keeps me, you know, practicing and practicing so I can, uh, you know, get that next, you know, that next uh, thing. And, and you can't I love that. You really can't <laughs> bottle it. You know? <laughs> oh man. Uh, that, that was, uh, uh, what was I going to ask you? There was, there was something else uh, as far as, Oh, with, with Eco Raven. Yeah. Okay. So um, you've got more than this book and I'm, fascinated with how quickly you were able to put the story together was this because you it's it's been kind of like on your table for so long i, think I, I so, mean because yeah. you you have pretty much the whole arc yeah put yeah well you see yeah because like i said it's like I, I i've been percolating i've been sitting on this story you know percolating at the whole thing since since high school mm -hmm. um I, I did five issues because I it would like it was just this was my hobby comic while I was doing tall tales seriously. This one I was just like, okay, I did it. I did a page. Let me put it up. You know, it's like, you know, I, I had that's why how I have five issues. Um, te well, technically I have seven. It's, it's just that the, the last two, six and seven, are just like they're laid out. They're not really they're, they're laid out and lettered. They're not really drawn out. And then again, it. it you know, 30 years on a pandemic. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, yeah, it's like being on lockdown, coloring this first issue. And you know, what's funny and seeing the reaction I was getting from people to when I would talk about it. I don't know that put that put like a bee in my bonnet for some reason for the story. And, and the story that I had had half finished this entire time, I think it's like from, it's like, I, I just like, completely hyper-focused on it, I, I think from like July to November. And like by November, it's like it was done. You know, it's like I had the complete story arc finished. And it was such a pressure off my back that when I realized I had written the last line of the story arc, the literal last line like the last word and i was looking at it and i and there was nowhere else to go i was just like holy crap i'm finished 
I'm finished. Finito, the end. <laughs> and <laughs> you mean, you and, you know, right? I, really, I started bugging out. I was like laughing hysterically for like 15 minutes because I just, I mean, I had like tears coming out of my eyes and everything. Like I was just, I was just having a moment. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just really funny. I mean, it's like, wow, you know, it's just like. I uh, see like, now I would have been done. like totally paranoid. I uh-huh. would have been like, it can't be done. Like, what do you mean it's done? Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 something, something's missing, you know? <laughs> no, no, it was, no, it was, it was really, it, it's like, it was, it was done. That, well, you see, here's the catch that particular story was done ah. and then like i had like a couple like maybe like a week later my brain was like going here now do this one wow <laughs> all right mm-hmm. you know so it's like so technically there's a story that comes after that story arc that i'm currently working on like i'm still noodling with it like there's a bunch of like and there's like all these new characters that i that i want to introduce and whatnot but that's all the way at the end Right. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like I, I kind of rarely talk about it because it's like, oh, is this would this technically be a spoiler if nobody would remember it by the time I got to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like so that's that's the hardest part, not talking about all that other stuff because I just got the first issue out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, and you've got what, five more to go? Yeah, well, I have I have I have to color in four more. I have to pencil I have to pencil ink and color two more and then I have to start penciling the rest of it and I, and I and I think the series I'm hoping the series only lasts 15 issues because if you do the math on it it's going to take me about 4 years to release it on Kickstarter oh my wow God. so so yeah so I don't want it to last longer than 15 issues mm-hmm. and then that last that that story that I, that I'm kind of working on now after that I just want to do like maybe like trade like like graphic novels instead like just all in one all spot together. um because by that point it's like oh I don't want to take I, I want to put it out all at once as opposed to taking an, another four years or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now uh, let me, I, I want to speak to the young artist Daphne mm. because there's a huge difference between cover art, yeah. pinups, and then doing sequential, sequential art. Yeah. art. Oh yeah, there really is. Yeah. Um, what was that like for you? Did you feel like you have kind of a natural talent for it? Because I've seen Ego Raven, um, you know, in the previews. Um, do you feel, was it like a natural talent for you or was it something oh, no, that you really that's, struggled with? This, this is, I mean, it's like sequential nothing I do comes naturally. <laughs> Let me put it to you like that. You know, if, I'm, God, just, there's if, another I'm, one. Just, if I'm just figuring out how to draw guys, it, it definitely, at my age, it is definitely not natural. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, no, especially with sequential art, that took a while for that to click. I mean, it, it's like, let's see, we started, yeah, it's like the, our first book came out in 1992. I think that I was working on those, like, different variations of that of that work for, like, maybe, like, three years earlier. And 
and what I was working on, and it's like what's funny because it's like it's not that we were working on the same thing. It's just that that the story kept changing, so everything kept changing, and then it's like just trying to it, yeah, it 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 took a lot of study. And to tell you the truth, it didn't, the, the storytelling aspect of sequential artwork didn't really click for me until I was at School of Visual Arts. And it was in Will Eisner's class. Um, I guess the master of the graphic novel. Uh, he, yeah, it was in his class where it finally clicked for me storytelling in sequential artwork. And then then from there, you know, I, I, I worked on top of that because, um, yeah, because doing, doing a cover, doing a pinup and doing sequential arts, they all have their own unique challenges, you know? So with sequential art, you have to you tell a story. It's, it's not just about sticking little illustrations together and putting word balloons in it. The, the story itself, you have to be able to read it without the word balloons. Like you look at the, the panels and it's like, okay, you can kind of get a sense as to what's going on. So yeah. So there's, yeah. So there's a certain like pantomime that I have to do with the story at, at, at its base level with a pinup. It's like the, the, the whole, you know, it has this like, well, you know, how do I make this visually interesting? Is the, what is the character doing? You know, it's like, it's like, you know, I, I don't like doing pinups where the character is just standing there. You know, it's like you want it, you, you want some kind of like something visual to, to grab onto. And then for covers, you kind of have to combine the two. And then it's like, okay, how do I compress the theme of the entire book into this one image that still is visually interesting for people to look at? Because as much as they say, don't judge a book by its cover we everybody does that that's exactly what everyone oh, yeah. does so mm -hmm. you you have to that that's the thing you have to maneuver around when designing especially a cover it's like what do people see it's like what are people going to infer <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? when they look they, they look at at this cover like is it going to be something like that they're is going to repulse them or is something that's going to attract them are they going to you know is it the cover going to make them want to pick it up and flip through it you know read the blurbs on the back to see if it's something that they they want you know because you know the whole idea is to get them to pick it up and look through it because it's like if you can get them to do that you have a chance <laughs> you, know, you have a yeah. chance mm -hmm. yeah. but that must have been uh really uh, did you ever have a moment when you were like, why the hell am I doing this? Yeah. 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 But I, I think that that's more like my undiagnosed depression talking. You know, I, I, uh, I my, think mine is basically November yeah. through February. Okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like every you know, year. Because, because, but the thing is though, it's like, like that feeling, it doesn't tend to last very long because the next question that that kind of pops up after that is, well, what else are you doing? You're not mm -hmm. a, you, you're not a mechanic. You're not a plumber. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like what else are you doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So, oh, okay, might as well continue. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, because there is yeah. no plan B. <laughs> right. No, there really isn't. There really isn't. You know, that's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm flying without a parachute here pretty much. Yeah. Every time yeah. I do art, that that's exactly how it feels like. So it's like, well, <laughs> it either works or Gotta it make it work. Yeah. yeah. Gotta make it work. You, you know, know and even and what's funny is that, and even if it doesn't work, I'm still doing it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play our little, our brand new little transition here, oh. and then when we get back, Nita's got some questions. Ooh, don't you? yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh, the game. Yes, the game. We'll right. be right back. Okay. Hold on. This is just a little tiny blurb. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> That was it. That's our transition. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nina, the, the mic is yours. So this little game is, what are we doing tonight? Um, uh, You wanted to do, what's your favorite? Oh, okay. Favorite? Yes. Right? This one's easy. Okay. So we're going to go around the room. We're going to do the, what's your favorite? And we'll yeah, start so with Daphne. Totally she's our guest. Hot seat. Okay. Yeah. We'll just make our rounds. Okay. So we're going to start with. TV show. What is your favorite TV show? Oh, right now. Okay. So my favorite, well, oh, it's a toss up. So I'm really super obsessed with The Witcher. Super obsessed. Mm -hmm. But the other show that I'm currently like in the middle of watching that again, I'm, it's like, I don't know. It's like what it is. It's like, I'm so hyper-focused on my own work that when I latch on to something else, I do get obsessed. I have a tendency to get obsessed with it. Um, and this show that I'm watching on Netflix is called Violet Evergarden and it's an anime series and it's, it's the type of anime series that if you love to ugly cry, this oh, is the Lord. one you watch. I mean, it is, I mean, it is heartbreaking. Uh, I mean, it's the type of show that I'm watching and I go, you know, I can only hope to get a fraction of the emotional feel and reaction from that show in my book, you know, in Ego Raven. It's like, I I hope, you know, it's like a fraction because every time I watch that, every episode makes me ugly cry. And it's just like, (laughs) that one so it's, it's like yeah so it's like that and the witcher you know <laughs> although the witcher is other feelings <laughs> well let's discuss those feelings right. <laughs> i wrote those down because i haven't seen either yeah. one but yeah. but i love the ug- ugly cry because it yeah. just seems like that's my yeah. my release sometimes yeah that show that show gets me that show mm-hmm. gets me mm. all right um, meredith Mine, um, I'm gonna say the boys, but it's it's for like really, uh, I, I guess, kind of raunchy reasons. I mean, right, yeah, it's, yeah. The, the boys is so friggin' dark, but he made the word cunt so cool. <laughs> I love that. Word. I'm gonna say oh, it. <laughs> I've never been bothered by that word, and when I saw the show, and I was just like, did he? Did, what? And then yeah. it was like that that was like the word that came out of his mouth every single time. It's just like, oh yeah, I, I am all in <laughs> with this show. But but because it is a good show, not just because of that. <laughs> I said it. Yep. Nina, Ooh. what about you? What's your favorite show? Currently a discovery of witches. Oh, I love that show. So. I saw the first season. I don't have I think it's on Shutter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have Shutter yet. 
I need the second. I need this, this, this there's second so season. many streaming. Meredith, you know, you know so how we long. watch stuff. Okay. Yes. So got, okay, I got you. I got you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Next one is two parts. What is your favorite movie genre? Oh wow, that's that's a genre. okay movie genre. Um, gosh, it, well, it would be it. it I guess the safest would be fantasy because if I'm going, I'm going down my list and it's, it's usually fantasy stuff, you know, like, um, you know, last unicorn and, and, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. legend and labyrinth. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, um, dark crystal. Oh, I, I'm still, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm still mad at Netflix for canceling Age I of Resistance, know. by oh the way. Oh, my God. Um, because the last time I was that mad at uh, at Netflix was canceling Marco Polo. So <laughs> I know, so, right? Oh, yeah. my God. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, I would, yeah. So, it's like because Lord of the Rings, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think it, it, for movies, it would be it would be fantasy drama, uh, fantasy. Um, although I'm really looking forward to Godzilla and Dune <laughs> right now. So, yeah, but yeah, Dune especially. I am so looking forward to that. So, mm -hmm. uh, all right. In the second part, what is your all time favorite movie? Oh, wow. <sighs> she already had a list of really good yeah, ones. Yeah. I mean, all time. Okay, all-time favorite, all-time favorite. Oh my goodness! I think the king of them all would have to be the Secret of Nim, because that, yeah, because it's like that that yes. formative, formative years. Like everything, everything stems from that movie. Mm. You know, everything I do has has that DNA in it. You know, so it's. Yeah, it's um, awesome. yeah. So that that would be it. Yeah, if there had to be a number one movie, it would be that. But I, yeah, I have a long list though. <laughs> All right, yeah. Meredith, oh. movie genre. All right, so movie genre. Um, I'm gonna say I really like the science fiction slash fantasy, but I also really like war movies. Um, uh, you know, so like uh. I guess documentaries and things. If that, uh, but fiction, I don't know. I mean, like real, real enough where it could almost be a documentary. And I do like documentaries, so I, I, I'm a geek, a dork. But <laughs> all right, and so your all-time favorite movie. My all-time favorite movie, and this is really only based by the amount of times that I've watched it and I can watch it every single time and I cry every fucking time I watch it and I watch it every single time it's on TV is our, honestly Armageddon. Wow. Okay. I, okay. I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's like that action. It's the, I mean, and, and somebody, I know, and somebody dies. I love the fact that a main and that and, and the, the, the Aerosmith song at the end. And the, oh my god! It's just like I cry. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like snot bubble crying. It's just like oh, every single time. No, it's, it's terrible. But you know, speaking to like the formative years, 
Secret and Nim was yeah. definitely at the top of my list. Ooh, but yeah. the first one, the first that I can remember, and I remember watching this in school, I think it was in second or third grade, was oh. Ricky Ticky Tavi. Oh wow, yeah. 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 And that that was like my gateway, I think, into yeah, it, things like I, Secret like and that, Nim. Yeah, it was. It's like those those Chuck, those Chuck Jones. It's like Ricky Ticky Tavi, the White Seal, yes. and um Mowgli's brothers. Yes. Or something like that. Yeah. It's like those were dark. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess I've always yeah. leaned kind of towards the dark uh -huh. yeah. stories and things. Nita, what about you? Genre. <sighs> Genre is fantasy, hands down. Um, mm -hmm. And now I'm going to have to be original. I guess uh, <laughs> the, the, the 1977 Rankin Bass Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. That's going to be the movie. So. Since Daphne yeah, stole right. it, I I ended up watching that <laughs> instead of going to the theater to see the uh, the 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 Peter Jackson version. Thank God, yeah. because we walked out. Like, yeah, I'm no. sitting here and I'm like being such a fan of the book in the yeah. 1977 cartoon. It was like, yeah, uh, so yeah. Like, yeah. So it was like, so at least it's like I got that done in 45 minutes and enjoyed it more. I elbowed <laughs> seeing. I'm like, okay. I How can't do this for three movies. And we got up and we were no, going. Yeah, I was like, way. there's no fucking way. Yeah. It, right. I'm, still, I'm still heartbroken that we lost out on a Guillermo del Toro Hobbit. Yeah. Oh. Right. He was the he was supposed to be the original director. And because of all this nonsense with the studio, he had to leave. And oh, we missed right. out. We missed out. Although we got Pacific Rim in trade, so I don't know. <laughs> Okay. All right. What's, what's our next question? Our next one, since I'm going to change it up a bit, since we did, since we both went for cartoon referenced movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your, your favorite Saturday morning or primetime type cartoon. Oh, wow. Okay. So there, there would be two definitely. Okay. Um, again, formative. Um, it was the Dungeons and Dragons and She-Ra. Oh. Yeah. You know, okay. because that's my girl. That's my girl. Right. You know, again, it's like the, those two, the DNA of those two things are in everything I do. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't remember the name of the cartoon. I just remember the schmoo. Oh, wow. Oh, the, the, um, the schmoo. Oh, God. Oh, oh. why do I know I'm going to have to Google it. Do it. Was yeah. The, it was like the, it was like it was like Flint, Barney and and Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble as cops, and the Schmoo was was it? Um, oh my god! Shoot, I'm yeah, gonna no, have to find it now. Yeah. I, it was just I've always I don't know what it was about this goofy character that had no arms and just feet yeah. and this little whiskers and stuff yeah. like that, and it was Schmoo, and I just remember. If it was on, I had to watch it. Right, yeah. Um, so they're saying it was uh, created by Al Cap. Yeah, Lil Abner, I think. Yeah, comic strip in Lil Abner. Mm -hmm. But then it was a cartoon um, that I used to watch. What the hell? I'm trying to find it. I'm I scrolling. I don't remember I'm the Flintstones being involved somehow. I thought so, but I think it was just like a, a kind of a crossover thing. Right, okay. Um, 
But I'm then also I can use it with Captain Caveman and the Space Angels. Or something. <laughs> Captain right, Caveman was like another one of my favorites. I love Captain Caveman. Showing your age. Showing your yeah. age. Oh my god. I know. I'm I'm old, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> Animation. Well, I can't. So the okay gained its own animated series as part of Fred and Barney Meet the Schmoo. There, okay, yeah, I knew they were involved somehow. Yeah. Right. And then it was uh later Hanna Barbera feat uh, venture the new schmoo. Right. Uh so yeah, I mean I'm like I said, it was it wasn't necessarily a cartoon, but this character has always been with me. I mean, uh, to this day, I just I love Schmoo. Uh. <laughs> And I've aged myself. Well, hey. it's okay. <laughs> and Joe D. McPhee says Flintstone Family Hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That would be about right. <laughs> Find the grave. There. Halfway there. Halfway there. I know. Halfway to dead. Nita, what's yours? Okay, I have three. And one of them, I don't even know if I want to say. Oh. Okay. Do it. Okay. Well, the first one is the Smurfs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then My Little Pony. Yeah. Old My Little Pony, which yeah. I do love. Friendship is magic. Don't get. I've been. I like it. Okay. So anyway, and Jim and the Holograms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved Jim and the Holograms. Yeah. That that uh, so, as the kids would say, that theme song slapped. <laughs> so. <laughs> whew, all right. See, yeah. and now because of like what last freaking freaky friday it's gonna people are gonna be teasing me they're gonna be like singing barney and jim and the holograms and oh my god well, yeah, you know, it's it's gonna be worse. kind mm. of i guess you know i don't know what's worse <laughs> than people hitting your inbox with barney lyrics well, no. <laughs> only because you said it trying to you turn you on oh my know. god <laughs> all right all right we're done here okay what is your favorite music genre Oh wow! Um, definitely '80s music and movie soundtracks. Okay, oh. awesome. And your favorite band? Wow, I don't know if I have a favorite. Well, it, okay, yeah, I do have a favorite band. I'm lying. It's it's the Beatles. It's the Beatles. Nice. I, I can okay. always that that's always my go-to. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I ended up loving them even more when I found out that. Um, Rocket Raccoon was named after a song, one of their songs. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so I was like, Oh, it all comes together. All right, yeah. and Meredith, music genre. I would say probably the just the 70s and 80s loved, you know, because that's what I grew up with, you know, so it's it's like my comfort zone, it's my whoopee. Um, and then band, I guess these days, and even now would might even be retro. Is I love Linkin Park because they've got some angry music, yeah. and it's like my anthem, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I I can't. It's really hard for me to just pick one because it really depends on my mood. Right. That is a very hard question for me to answer. But Linkin Park is definitely up there. Yeah, I shouldn't the, even put that top. on the list. Mm -hmm. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what about you? I can't even answer that because that's all I do. I 
breathe music, man. I um, know. I know. You should see her. Uh, Daphne, when we kind of hang out in the background <sighs> or uh, if we're watching like this terrible movie and she kind of she kind of drifts off and you can see her mind working. You know, you see it's like she's either working on a poem or something and she, uh, or she's writing or she's drawing. And all of a sudden her head's kind of beaten like yeah. this. And they'll and, you know, be like, hey, she's not watching the movie anymore. <laughs> yeah. And C will C will be like, you're not paying attention. And she's like, uh, <laughs> um, genre is. Oh my god! See, I cheated. I said seventies through eighties, so I mean, yeah, like, uh, you uh, just had decades of right. like whatever music was but in that's there. That's where it is because that that it's seventies and eighties for me as well because. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I sense some white snake. <laughs> white snake. And, and then anything with big hair. Stuff. But see, I, not all the big hair stuff because I really liked like Journey and Credence right, yeah. Clearwater Revival. And, you know, but my favorite of all time is Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, if. Ninety yeah. percent of the time, if I'm off in music, that's where I am, unless I'm listening to Pink. I mean, for <laughs> the, the longest time, The Wall was like my that, soundtrack. That is it. Yeah. And Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So we have a few more. more questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yes, I think we have four left. Okay. What is your favorite animal? I know this. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Um, believe it or not, it's probably not what you think. The animal that, yeah, my favorite animal is actually chickens. What? What? Holy shit. I I was like, man, this, I know she's going to say a raccoon. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's actually, it's actually, it's actually chickens. Yeah. Raccoons come in too. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's it's probably like chickens, raccoons and, and, and horses maybe. But definitely, definitely a chicken, um, because wow. I've just I've I had I used to have two of them, two pet, two pet chickens that we literally found in the street. <laughs> oh my god! And um, oh, actually no, it's like it would be it would be chickens, rac yeah, chickens, raccoons, rats, and and horses. Mm-hmm. But even then, but it's mostly just the, the top. Those are the top three. Um, and and yeah, and it's like, and I had no idea that chickens were so smart. I, I actually taught one of the chickens to answer to his own name. Oh wow. Yeah. And um, yeah, and it's like, and we would just like sit together and watch Law and Order. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's just like, you know, so yeah, so you know, we would just, you know, we would wow. just hang. Um, yeah, so the, the both of them, the both of them, we would just like <laughs> Um, I saw that going. Yeah, I just see the images in my head of you <laughs> hanging with the chickens. You. Yeah, um, <laughs> if I could find the photos, I would. There, there's a photo of me at my drawing table with a chicken on my lap. Oh my god! Oh my so, god. Yeah, and I, I just have to. I just have to find. It's a physical photo. It's oh like, my god! Please do. Free, Free digital. Uh, oh free, my digital. god! Um, yeah. So yeah. So that would be. And every time there's something about the noise that they make that just makes makes me melt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's just like oh babies. You know, it's like well they they yeah. almost purr. You wouldn't yeah, know it. They do. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, so there, there you go. I threw you off there, didn't you I? You threw me way <laughs> off, man. I was like, what, what, what wow. the fuck? I was like, no, I got this. Nope. Oh. I never would have guessed that. I, I would never nope. would have guessed it. Mm, nope. So we don't she, tell Daphne my chicken stories. All yeah. right, Meredith, what's wow. your favorite animal? <laughs> uh, I, I would have to say, and this this is because I've had several and plus Beastmaster. Oh, I know. This so one. ferrets. Ferrets oh, would be wow. at the top of my list. I mean, they are poop monsters and they tear up your furniture and steal all your shit. But at the end of the day, uh, they make me laugh because they're just so funny and playful. And, and uh, yeah, so they're at the top of my list. And I funny. think the next one would be, I think second would probably be black bears. And I don't even know why. I just think I, when cute. I think of, when I think of bears, you know, like black bears, cold. they're just kind of. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of cute, but at the same time, it just seems very matronly. I guess they're yeah. assholes. Yeah, and I know that from living here. They yeah. tear our garbage, or well, they used to before they tore down the woods. But oh. yeah, but hitting our but like garbage all the time. And protective of their young, you know. And I feel like that that uh, that's me. That feels like me. I don't know. <laughs> Nita, you're an animal. Tigers and zebras. Mm -hmm. Something about the stripes. And then lemurs. So definitely there's something to do with stripes. <laughs> so I don't know. And I have a particular fondness for white tigers. Ah, uh -huh. Like they're just so mystifying and just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next up. What is your favorite vacation spot? Aha. That's easy for me. <laughs> it's it's always my my heart my heart belongs to Disney. That's uh, mm. it, it's yeah. It's like Walt Disney World is my home away from home. I was gonna um, say, is yeah. it Disney World or Disneyland? Yeah, Disney World, Disney World. Mm. That's mm. it because we we've done we've done well we've done both, but definitely there's something about Disney World that uh, that that's our you know like everyone has like a home park they like to talk about and that's mm -hmm. that's that's ours um although it's something that's that's not theme park favorite vacation it would be it would be paris and yeah it, it would be paris it would be paris you know mm -hmm. i mean if i wanted if there was like another place i would love to be able to go back to it's um it's go back to Spain to my hometown. Oh, well, towns. It's it's a small city. It's Valencia. Um, I'd like to go back there eventually, but uh, but for for yeah, but it's like right now, it's like yeah, it's Disney Paris, and yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And um, vacation Meredith. spot for mm -hmm. me. Um, I love camping so uh, just stick me in a tent next to a really pretty lake and that's vacation for me i don't care where it is in the world yeah that's yeah. vacation and it sounds like work you know because you have to build the fire and all that stuff but i don't mind campfire cooking or pitching a tent uh, and, and things you know the only thing i really wouldn't do is i can't i can't hunt for my own food because i have a hard time killing it but i can i can clean it and i can cook it you right. know i just need somebody else to kill it <laughs> so that's vacation <laughs> 
Yeah. Gonna, what about I'm, you? Yeah, I'm going to go with the camping st type stuff too. Mm -hmm. um, specifically near fresh water. Like I, I'm really attracted to the water, but my most favorite place on earth is there is a, a KOA campground in Cades Cove in Tennessee that has some of the most beautiful scenery. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just fucking gorgeous. And I had a really, like, come to God moment almost with a deer there when I was little. And so it just kind of, I don't know, just forever. That That's where, that's when I'm dead, that's where I want my ashes and everything. I mean, that's something that I would... I wish I could enjoy if it wasn't for the fact that I'm pure mosquito bait. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm immune to that. I guess they like Italian food, right? Yeah, it's like I have to put on like just it's it's because because my sister's into that. Mm -hmm. But every time I go outside, it's like. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah. You know what? And and uh, I guess if I were going to pick a specific spot, it would probably be our Sable Chasm. And that is like really north New York uh, by the Canadian border. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And you get the, you can do some white river rafting and you go through the gorges and things like that and just go into the caverns and stuff. Absolutely stunning. Yes. I miss rocks. <laughs> I live in Florida. I don't have granite. I don't have rocks. I think we have yeah, to import Florida, them. Florida's kind of, it, it's kind of tough. It's, I mean, because you, I mean, it's because usually when we go, we go to the Everglades and again, mosquitoes, you know, but oh yeah, gosh, yeah. Yeah. while my sister's photographing uh, alligators, I'm in the background. <laughs> you know, with your mosquito oh, net and everything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No. I've, I've just gotten to where it's like they it's just part of life here right. mm -hmm. west nile what the fuck is that uh right. yeah you know no, no you know what's it's worse with the problem is the museums um i'm partially allergic to to the oh. bites oh so, so you what you swell up yeah so yeah one of my kids does that too yeah. like it's yeah. like what mm -hmm. the fuck happened to her one day right, it was exactly. like yeah yeah mosquitoes Ooh. yeah all right, we have any more questions? We do. There are two left. What two is your okay. favorite drink? And Mary, if you weren't specific, like, is drink. Al is well, it, your, is it, what's your favorite well, it drink? Be... Is it alcoholic or which, what did you want? Oh, this is yours. I yeah, don't, whatever your favorite beverage is, I guess. I, I it, it would be a, a seltzer, seltzer water. Like, I, I literally have, you know, right, right here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like it's it's when you know it's like when I have to do the adult thing and and hydrate, but I want the fizz of a soda without drinking soda all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, do you drink? Do you have alcoholic beverages? Or um, I I can, but it's not something I prefer. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like I'm not a completely you know like ab abhorrent to the idea. Um, but you know, yeah, it's not it's, neither. Friday nights like, when we start movies. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> It's it's literally not something I, I go out of my way for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, my my favorite ultimate drink would probably have to be coffee. It's just oh, yeah. for the Dirty longest water. time it was coffee or Coca-Cola. And then I got rid of Coca-Cola yeah. and um, and I it was weird because I lost a lot of weight after I stopped drinking soda. You know, no. then I, then I went to coffee and water. And uh, yeah, no, coffee is definitely it. But if I were going to pick a an alcoholic beverage, it would be, I think, 
probably Jack Daniels and ginger ale. Jack and you got ginger. some hair on your chest, huh, Meredith? <laughs> I'm kind of wanting you to show me your tits now because I'm not, I'm really starting to wonder, you know, the whole one of the guys things. And like, my husband does, you know, like, he does say that my balls clank. So, oh you boy. know, all the more reason we're going to have to check this out before I come to Florida, Meredith. I got to verify. <laughs> Yeah, oh my God. Dad always said, drink this. It'll put hair on your chest. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. For me, drink is just to stay awake is freaking Red Bull. Like, Oh, I, oh, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm going to have a heart attack and die because I stayed up till 5 a.m. reading tall tales. <laughs> I did. And you find and you I found the trail. I was like, I am not fucking stopping. And I what's crazy is I read straight past it and it was so obvious. But here's the problem. Because you <laughs> specified she was hidden, I'm thinking, okay. So I'm like taking my time going through every fucking panel looking like, for silhouettes or checking out your line work and everything. Like, and then all of a sudden. Do you want me to say where it is? I'm, I'm no, not going to say where it is. Say no, I'm not going to say where it is. But it was like, boom, right there in the middle. I was like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. But I got my billion points. There you go. Yes, yes, you did. Right. You did your billion points. Right. And, but my favorite alcoholic beverage is Crown Apple. Well, it was until it tried to kill me a couple weeks ago. Oh, well, God. Jumped out and bitcha. Yeah. <laughs> and I was okay. Like we were talking and everything, we were good, right? And then yeah. it was like, okay, well, let's go to bed. And I laid down, and, and, all of a sudden the world and it was, was like, spinning. okay, no, this isn't a good idea. And I stood up, and it was like, bam, straight into the fucking wall. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And then he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, nope. Mm -mm. And so yeah, I'm not gonna be drinking that anymore. Mm. All right, this one's fun. This one's very mm -hmm. fun. Last one. Last right? one. Yeah, last okay. one. What is your favorite curse word? Oh. What's your um, go-to? I I like I like asshole. <laughs> so generic. Oh yeah, gosh. I know. It's like there's just something I don't know. There's just something about that. I, I don't know. It's like yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. I love it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Uh -huh. Fuck is my favorite. Fuck. But look, I'm a New Yorker. And every iteration. Yeah. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> so that doesn't count. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what uh, she got me. Fucker in charge. Yes, yeah, show, her. show her. Show her, show her, I love oh, yeah. this. So this I was is in so my background right now. Yeah, my uh -huh. absolute yeah. favorite. I love favorite, it. Favorite, favorite yeah. word. It worked. Uh, it works for everything. But yeah, yeah, you, you make a good point there. Yeah. You know, it's it's like a comma. Yeah. Like, damn, I need another uh -huh. need another cuss word then. <laughs> <laughs> Nina, what's yours? I, I don't really have a favorite because it's just how I talk. Like, <laughs> but but when I start making them up, that's when you know I'm really getting there because I'll be like cunt muscle and fuckhole. And so when I start like just yeah, just yeah, yeah elaborating fuck and, shit, and damn, embellishing cunt, cock, oh, yeah. bitch, whore, so, whatever. Yeah, that's like just, yeah. the embellishment. Just, I mean, what's funny is like it's when it, you have to watch out when all of a sudden my my vocabulary gets in the heat of the moment gets a little unusually clean. 
-hmm. And then oh. that's how you know. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like the opposite. It's like it, it's like all of a sudden. It's like if I'm really mad at somebody, all of a sudden, the, the you know the language she, she, you turn up. you turn white. Yeah, and the language cleans mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. So which is which is ironic. <laughs> That's Meredith's new thing. I think yeah. it's, uh, I think she's racist. No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when you get calm, it, it just every yeah everything yeah. just like shh, like uh -huh. this is like oh you're gonna die. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh -huh. Somebody's going down tonight. Yeah. So, it's like, so, so yeah, yeah. So as long as long as I'm so in the end, it's like as long as I'm cursing, we're good. Right. <laughs> that's that's it. You know, I always said that with uh, with no, my good. kids. Yeah. It's when it I could scream, I worry. could scream and yell yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, but as right. soon as I got quiet, my kids were like, Oh, oh yeah, shit, mom's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The second and I, I stop bouncing and calm down. And my yeah, my like, mother used mm. to do the same thing. Rah, 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 rah. As soon as the phone rang, hello. It's like, yeah. She's like, you're dead. Like, <laughs> Wait what? till I get off this fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It should be all pleasant because it was it was just that stopper and it would just build like a pressure cooker. It's like, yeah. oh shit, I, I better run or go clean my room so I have an excuse yeah. to like she won't be right. so angry with me. Yeah. But we are uh, at 90 minutes. Look and, at that. Uh, wow. Time flies. Time flies. It does. It does. That's crazy. Uh, I think we had a great conversation. I, I want to thank you, Jeffrey, for being our very first uh, guest on this new show. This is Ragin'. Um, tell everybody where they can follow you. We're going to be adding your links to our uh, show description so people know where to find you sure. and looking forward to the rest of the Ego Raven. And push her YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Well, yeah, how many, how many subs do you have I'm, now? I'm now at eight 56. I haven't been posting as much videos as I should to kind of keep that moving, but I have been doing more lives. I'm trying to do more live streams. So awesome. And they're awesome. It is oh, so amazing. You. Like you. watching you with those inks the other day. I mean, the pencils were great, but when I fucking watched you with those Copics and you're just like, and her fucking hand is just like <laughs> gliding and it's like, oh my God. God, she's magical. Well, you know, <laughs> like, it's and I'm just sitting there, and then it, then I got to watch her work on the cover that's coming. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was like fucking awesome. That was just as, <laughs> that was my con thrill for the year since I can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. But anyway, mm -hmm. all right. Yeah. yeah, no, so you can find uh, all my links to everything at uh, egoworks.com, E-G-O-W-O-R-K-S. Uh, you can sign up for uh, my newsletter where you can uh, get updates, especially for our next Kickstarters. Um, we had a retooling of the schedule for our next Kickstarter. So the next Kickstarter actually is going to be a reissue of Tall Tales Volume 1, Thieves' Quest, the original series. We're starting from the beginning. Oh, wow. yes. So, oh, yeah, my God. So finally. Awesome. So, yes, we're going to be starting from the beginning so that everybody can finally know what I'm talking about all this time. Um, so that'll be sometime in March. And then on May 3rd, the, the because we have an exact date for that, it's going to be Eagle wow. Raven Issue 2. And um, I am excited, especially for issue two, because it introduces a lot. It introduces uh, some characters I'm just dying for everybody to know. So it's like, and the pros for the prequel, right? Oh yeah, yeah. and a hard copy. Yes, uh, and I'm yeah, I'm excited about that. A hard copy for the, the the PDF for the prequel. 
I'm not, not even going to open the PDF. Right. I'm, I'm going to wait. <laughs> well, I'm sending it to everybody anyway. But uh, yeah, so th there's going to be the hard copy available. So yeah, so that'll be on May 3rd. So Tall Tales in March and Eagle Raven issue two, May 3rd. So you can sign up there. Also at Eagle Works, you can find all my social media, all my other galleries. House of Bob, link to House of Bob is there. Um, also, you can read Eagle Raven for free, the first five issues in its original format. Uh, so that uh, if you know if you're kind of questioning whether this is a story you might uh, might enjoy or might not, or just so you can get a feel for it, it's five issues. You you can read five issues and find out. And uh, but if you prefer your uh, fantasy to be more action adventure oriented, there's also a link to Tall Tales where you can read the first twenty issues uh, online for free as well. But there is a book coming, so every, everything's gonna everything's at egoworks.com. Egoworks.com. Make yeah. sure that you head over there and uh, mm -hmm. put it in your bookmarks. And because stickers and other merch. Yes. And yes, I do have a store with, with also, it's like with, with uh, comics and the Oswald Chronicles is there in the store. The, uh, the, I have stickers, I have prints, I have uh, original artwork. I, I, I try to have a little bit of everything for everybody. It's fun. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. This is Rajan. Episode one is in the Bag. Thank you, Daphne Lage. I'm gonna oh, put this thank up you. here. Thank you. Yay. Look at that. That's and great. I love it. I love your little monsters. <laughs> and we're gonna play this too, and then we're gonna be out of here. We're out of here. Bye. Uh, bye.